Listen, I like oh, Lewandowski. God. I want Lewandowski yeah. as a center forward. You think that Agnello is going to? Oh yeah, we're going to get you. We're going to get you, Lewandowski. Listen, we're going to get. You're not listening to me. Pirlo is going to make the right demand. He's What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Serial Audio Experience with IFTV. So much has happened since the last time we spoke over here. And I got to say, some of uh, Antonio's predictions have come, they seem like they're coming more and more true, as Antonio looks very seriously. What do you, why do you look so serious? You should be happy right now. Prediction. There is nothing to predict about it. This is what normally the things they should be happening. I mean, you guys, you guys are just reading the newspaper. Whatever you hear, you read from your newspaper. You take a bait like a stupid fish. While you make them up, how yeah. do you come up? No, I don't make them up. Where do you get your information? What? Where do you get your? Just have somebody from? that I, I don't need to. I, you don't need to know. Give us the contact so we can no, get more. No, you don't need to know. No? It, it all comes from your brain. It's just there. It's all there. Because when you sleep, <laughs> if you have any any brain, that's yeah. what you do. You use it. Uh, so let me ask you a question, guys. Everybody at the table, if Last week, last week when we sat here, last Monday, I told you one week from today, we'll be recording a podcast where the topics of discussion will be Juventus being knocked out by Lyon in the Champions League, Sarri being sacked, and Andrea Pirlo, who at the time, probably last week to this day, was announced as the U23 coach, would be the first team coach. What would everyone say to me? That's not a surprise for me. <laughs> okay. I, I think you'd, you're crazy. And you, I'm not crazy. You need some medication. What would, what would you say? I think the Pirlo thing, definitely. But if they were to get kicked out of Lyon, I would have The Pirlo said, thing would be the craziest. No. Yeah, Leon, yeah I agree with happened. you. I agree with you. And then with Saudi getting yeah. sacked, if they got kicked out with Lyon, definitely. But all three so, of those things together, to, what no, would you have said to me? No, I mean, the Pirlo, uh, I didn't think that that was going to come true. I mean, there's no way... This guy hasn't coached one minute of a game. And, and, and now you give him one of the best teams in Europe. Best team? Oh, one what? of the best teams. One I of said. the best teams. Yeah. Let's, uh, let, let's, I you don't even know. I'll tell you I have absolutely I have no idea where to start. Why I'm so... Pirlo. I have a, good, a very good argument, and I'll tell you the okay. reasons why. We'll start with Pirlo being you a coach. Came up, you came up last week with uh, why did Maradona didn't do well being one of the greatest players. I'll tell you the reasons why. First of all, Maradona coached Argentina. Argentina is not a team. Per se, it's not a league team. It's Wait. fine. My my argument wasn't necessarily on Maradona. It was just to give context. You said that just because Pirlo was a great player, that he could become a great coach. And my argument was that not all great players make great coaches. But, I well, just use Maradona because we were well, on the spot. That's my argument from okay, the sporting but, director with Maldini also. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Let me give you the argument about that. Let me tell you why I think you're wrong. First of all, let me give you the example of the players, great players that they became great coaches, and I'll tell you the reasons why. Okay. Zidane was a great player in Juventus, was a great player in Real Madrid. Even though he did a, l a little uh, apprenticeship, I don't know, being the vice of, uh, I don't know what's... Uh, uh, Ancelotti. Ancelotti. He was with Ancelotti, with Ancelotti for a couple okay. of years. And he was and with yeah. the Castilla. And he before was with that, the Primavera. Uh, yeah, of, he was with the U Zidane team. was the DNA of Juventus and he was the DNA of Real Madrid. So Zidane knew what to plug in and how to plug in at any time. Okay, that's argument number one. Ancelotti. Ancelotti was the DNA of AC Milan when he was a player. And he didn't fail even when he was a coach. Capello is another one of them. Was the DNA on the team, and he was the DNA even on the bench. Okay, that's the third one. Guardiola. 
Okay? Guardiola was a, not a great player, but he's someone that knew the structure of, of a team. And then when he became the coach of Barcelona, he was one of the few that he was innovating the game for Barcelona. And that's what I call a coach. Okay? Mike, lift his mic up. That's it's what I call a coach. Then I'll tell you. Lift it all up. You cannot put Pirlo. Uh, Pirlo is not any less of the people that I just named to you right now. Okay. So, and Pirlo being the DNA of the Juventus and the Italian national team is going to prove everybody wrong over here. Pirlo knows what to do and when to do it and which, which player he needs for this team here to step up to the, to the level that he needs to step and up. And now what did you Agnelli, say about Pirlo? Pirlo, to me, is a great player. Yeah. He's still a great player right now. And I think he's not going to fail as a coach. What did you say he was going to do with Juventus in the first season during our live stream? What did I say? You got to build I'm up to it. You. No, listen. I didn't say anything. I think Pirlo is going to do it. He's going to do his job. Because you didn't ask the question properly. So, you said that he would win the Champions League. Yeah. Yeah. Last yeah. You still stand by yeah. that after yeah, a couple do. days? I do. I do. You okay. think Andrea Pirlo is going to win the I Champions do. League? Uh, let, let's just get this. Let's just set the facts straight real quick. Anyone who says that Zidane and Pep Guardiola as examples makes no sense. And that has nothing to do whether Pirlo is going to become a great coach or Pirlo is going to become a failure. Comparing him to Zidane and Guardiola, there's no comparison. Because they had coaching experience. All we're saying, Pirlo has never coached eight-year-olds before. He's never coached anybody at any level. He only got his license in September, last September. So wow. Of course it matters. No, I'm just saying, you cannot, people that are comparing it to Zidane and Guardiola, Zidane coached the Castilla, not very successfully, but he coaches Castilla, and then he coached, assistant coached with Ancelotti for La Decima, for them, and Guardiola too. They coached their youth team. Just saying that it is, this is like the most uncharacteristic Juventus move of all time. Juventus is usually known for being planning years ahead. They take pride in having an organization and a structure. And within one day, within a week, they went from announcing a guy as the U23 coach to the head coach. So they clearly had no plan to put Pirlo in charge. And I know some people will say, oh, Sadi, they knew about Sadi sacking for a little while. But it's clearly proven that Pirlo was not in the plans to become the first coach First right of all, let me ask you something. What do you think they learn when they go to the coaching school to get their license? It's just about a piece of paper. They have to show that they, they sat down on the class and they listen to the BS of yeah, somebody. I agree, with that. Him, I agree with that. Who's going to be teaching yeah. Pirlo what is the, no, no, how no. This, a play is going to be, uh, be made? I, I, don't, I don't think the license That's makes, what makes I'm saying. You I, guys I don't agree with that. But okay. We're not talking about license. license or his experience is playing on the field. He knows the game and he knows what to do. Okay, he doesn't need the experience. Pirlo is somebody that was born with the experience. You don't need to, to have experience when you're a player of that level. Yes, but the same way as a player, right? A player that's 18 coming out of Primavera to go play is not going to be the same player. We can just put Pirlo. Pirlo Pirlo's fa failures with Inter and then his success with Milan. And success that with was Inter failure for Pirlo. But what I'm trying to Pirlo say is... Pirlo didn't fail, was Inter don't get, don't get stuck up what on I'm that. What I'm trying to say is that as a young player and when you're... 10 years playing, you're going to see the game a lot different. The game is slower for you. You understand. You can read certain things. You don't have to be the the, the young guy running around. You see the ball. You already know the certain movements. Mm -hmm. So you're telling me that I'm what right I'm trying technically. To, what I'm, I'm trying right. to tell you is a coach, and Pirlo could very well be a, a top coach because he does know the game and he's played at the high levels and he's been under uh, some great coaches. But is it the right move for Juventus to take a coach – that has zero experience because coaching and playing are two different things. There's two different things because we're not even just talking about reading the game. We're also talking about in psychology, the locker room, managing psychology, players, managing players. 
listen, there is a difference. And and on top of that, on top of that, with Pirlo, it's just you're losing. Juventus have been trying to cut their losses. Allegri won the Scudetto, didn't win the Champions League. They said, you got to go. We're not seeing the right things. We have Ronaldo for a couple more years. We have to win right away. Who do they go for? They pick Sarri, who was supposed to be the guy that was going to revolutionize, give them this style of football. It never came. Wins the Scudetto, which according to Borucci is the objective, still gets sacked as the manager. Now, Pirlo, in one of your last years for Ronaldo, it's a very big risk putting Pirlo in charge. And I know people will say, listen, you know, maybe Ronaldo could have had a hand in this, that he wants a guy like how Zidane came in and then they were able to win, whatever. It's just a massive risk and a gamble for a team that's been playing on the fact that they don't have time. They, you had just have one of the oldest teams in Europe for the fact that they thought that was going to win in the Champions League. And guess what? They were wrong. You're the only one complaining over here. I don't see the Juventus Tifoseria complaining. Everybody's happy. They know what they're getting. Juventus is Agnelli. They know what they have on their hands and they know what they're getting. But listen. You're not offering a job to somebody not knowing that he's going to be able to do the job. The guy is going to do the job. I'm telling you right now. If you let me finish my full point, I was actually going to say that I don't think that the Pirlo move is that bad of a move. I'm not as negative as it is. Excellent move. My My point being that if the alternative is Pochettino, who to me makes ten million a year with the three-year contract? That's thirty million for a guy that's not going to do anything in the future. For me, he's not the long-term plan of Juventus or Inzaghi, who for me still is not that good. I think Pirlo is a good low-cost option that gets you at least one year as a transition year to try to get somebody like a Zidane or a Klopp or Pep. It gives you that breathing room in that sense. My opinion, though, still I still think that Sadi being sca- uh, sacked is a scapegoat. So the underlying issues at Juventus being the management as the problem. And nobody from the management to this point has taken any responsibility. And to me, that is the bigger problem. Paratici, Nedved, Agnelli, one of them should have been fired. Uh, obviously, obviously, Agnelli's not going to fire himself. Paratici, whoever was in charge of making the decision to get Sarri and to buy all of these players who have cost Juventus so much money and are overpaid and overhyped is the person that should have been sacked that first day. Sadi is a scapegoat to blame somebody because it's management that's a real issue. I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. I'll tell you the reasons why. You guys believed in the project of Sarri because Sarri for what he did in Napoli, not what he did much in Chelsea because, you know, he didn't do a great job in Chelsea, even though he wanted that. Don't, you, the don't you think the person that chooses that should be responsible? No, no. Because you can choose somebody on the paper, quote-unquote, very good, like Sarri, like the Sarri's ball that you guys are, are you know, putting on the, on the top of the pedestal. Sarri was not capable to reproduce what he did in Naples. Well, he had three years at Naples. No, no, no. You knew no. what you knew what you were always getting with Sadi. Sadi never made sense for you. Listen, you are you are dealing with professional. If you're not capable to make professional running your game, you're not a good coach. Sadi okay. Sadi never made sense tools. for Juventus. We 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 said it in the beginning he but didn't have the he didn't have Lostila Juve. He's right. been given Every, plenty of time. Everything that Sadi did was against what Juventus had believed in. But so Sarri it never made sense. But what are you saying? You didn't have the right players. What philosophy? You don't have the right. But what player do you need? They are much better player than Napoli. Much better player than Napoli. Look at their midfield. That's what Sadi. Okay, so hold on. Come down a little bit. So what you're saying is that. That Sari was the wrong choice. Yes. Okay, so you go back to what he said. No. So the whoever took the wrong choice, it should have been fired. No, no, right? no, no. You no, took no, the wrong. What do you mean? You misunderstood the me. wrong choice. Sorry, when was the right the choice players. for all of you. Who but no, 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 no. Nobody, nobody no, here likes no, Sari. No, no, no. Besides Ludovico, you besides know, Ludovico, nobody likes Sari. A lot of the uh, Juventus fans did not like Sari. Oh. 
From no the, Juventus fan really wanted Sarri. I speak to a lot of Juventus fans, and they did not like Sarri. But that was after the fact, okay. before they got No, no, no like even Pap, before. Pap was when, the number one when, of Why did they take such a long time to get Sarri? Why did they announce it? Because and they were not even sure themselves. Anyway. He wasn't their first choice. So there was somebody that made a mistake with Sarri. And somebody, like he said, he should have paid the price anyway. But going forward with Pirlo, I mean, Pirlo is a smart guy. There's no, he knows what's the good players. I mean, he knows the, the players that he might need to uh, the midfield, especially being a midfielder. He knows mm -hmm. exactly what players he need. What we're saying about the experience is that when you coach, I mean, you coaching Ronaldo, what is it? What is Pirlo going to say to Ronaldo? You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, there are discipline things that you have to do no, with yeah. the team. So you, you're not a, a player anymore. And I know that I read the, the Pirlo book and I know all the things that he used to do when he was a player. Okay. Th that there were a lot of discipline things that, he, he went out. Yeah. So now, as a coach, you got to right, put your foot down. Coach, You're responsible. You know what the players are doing, but now you got to put your foot down. Right. And there's a certain communication that You're you have to friend. have with the players. And I'm not sure that, you know, you, right, right now, right away, you'll have that communication with somebody like Higuain, Ronaldo, yeah. Buffon. Higuain won't be there. So. You know, Higuain won't be so, there. Right. Okay. But, but, you but know, in general, yeah. It might be too much of a friend. Gaetano, right. the coin, coach. Gaetano right. if you flip the yeah. coin, if when you flip the coin, listen to this. <laughs> when you flip the coin. I think you're going to make a good point Pirlo, here. Pirlo is the only one that Never knows mind. how to communicate because he knows the ball. He knows the shape of the ball. Not necessarily. And he can talk to Ronaldo there, and say, listen. No, no, no. There this? are a lot of play, great players that don't know how to communicate. And because everything came so easy to them to do, it's very difficult for them to teach some even though at that level is not a, a lot of the teaching is, is a lot of the management of the players exactly. and the psychology of the players so yeah. i understand but a lot of the great players they were not necessarily First, okay, good coaches so i'm hoping that he works out for Listen, juventus because we, we should add one thing to you because you know he is they're paying they're paying three coaches right now so mm. no no allegri's off Allegri is finished now? Yeah. Okay, well, they're going to pay to Marco. go. So that, that, that I'm sure had something to do with Just it. Just to add to your, what do you tell Ronaldo? Apparently, according to the rumors, Ronaldo's a big reason why Sadi's not there anymore. Because Ronaldo, according to the sources, they say that um, that he told Juventus management, if this guy Sadi stays, I want out. That he did not like the way that... And a lot of the rumors are that nobody liked the way that Sadi was talking to the players. Besides a few guys in the locker room, a lot of the team was not behind Sadi. They didn't appreciate the way that he tried to make them play. And you do see, I mean, take it for what you will, but on social media, there was nobody that was saying goodbye, Sadi. Besides a few guys, yeah. a lot of the big guys did Besides not say Dybala. anything. Besides when Dybala. Allegri left, when everybody leaves, usually they're so affectionate. Thank you so much, this and that. Very few... Uh -huh. Well, you could see that the, there was not that much feeling communication between Sarri and the rest of the players, but you know. So, and that that has a, also a long way to go. That's what exactly what we're talking about: that communication between the coach and the players. Which is kind of Sarri's thing is like what we were scared of. We always said Sarri, it worked really well with more unknown players or players who were not champions already. You could tell them exactly where to go. 
Listen, with a, with a different team. I am, when you have a team that's really won already, do they want to hear you say, you got to be exactly right here. You got to be there. I'll tell, I have a perfect example for you guys to just say, Antonio, you're always Mike, you always right even when you're wrong. I'll tell you the, the perfect example. Listen to me. Pirlo, when he used to play on AC Milan, listen yeah. to this. Pirlo, when he used to play on AC Milan, it was almost behind, it was una mezza punta. Totally. Ooh. Then Ancelotti came on board. Oh, okay. Listen to me, yeah, yeah, yeah. please. He's right. Please, he's, right. Let me talk. he's right. You're Ancelotti right. came on board and said to Pirlo, listen, I want you to be Regista. registered from the defensive line. Just You just get the ball and start to build up the game up front. That became the move. Only Ancelotti communicated with Pirlo and Pirlo said, I'm on board with that. A champion understands another champion. So now Pirlo, Pirlo, Pirlo could have said, listen, this is not my style of play. So he embraced Ancelotti's embraced Ancelotti idea. It became the, it became the winning idea, not of AC Milan, but of the Italian national team. Because Pirlo did excellent on that position. Mm -hmm. he, did, he was one of the best players still right now on the world on that position. And now everybody's trying to emulate Pirlo. Jorginho is one of them, starting to build up the stuff. So what I'm trying to tell you, that Pirlo is not going to go to Ronaldo and tell him, hey, listen, this is what I want you to do. Pirlo is not gonna. Is it's not a good gonna, point. It's a very good me. point. You're Please, right. You're right. Finish. Pirlo is He's not right. gonna tell Ronaldo what to do. He said, "You know what you're doing. Start from your side. Communicate with your friends." You're a freebie. You are just a free-range chicken right here. <laughs> I don't think he's going to call him a chicken. <laughs> do whatever you want. I'm not going to tell you. That's probably just a big reason why Juventus got game. Pirlo. You cannot tell a Pirlo how to play. You cannot tell a Ronaldo how to play. You cannot tell a Cassano how to play. You cannot tell a five, five or six players. They do not need a coach to tell them how to play because they know it. Okay? Conte cannot tell anybody what to do, okay? Neither is Mourinho, and that is the reasons why. Sarri fell on his job in Chelsea because he got into a big argument with Hazard. Conte fell into Chelsea again because he didn't like uh, the way Costa. Uh, uh, Costa was playing. And this is the reasons why. You cannot coach a champion. You have to just plug him in and say, just play your game, have a good time. Uh, I don't know if he is... Uh, the only thing I could tell you is when I saw him at Sky... And when he was uh, talking about, uh, he never talked. He never said one word. I, I don't understand this guy. I mean, he was there. He was getting paid to analyze the game. He was saying, and he was just quiet and there without saying one word. So I'm a little bit, is he going to have that communication that it's needed, uh, you know, to, with the players? Uh, so I'm a little bit concerned about that. I'm not concerned that he is, he's, he's very, very smart. He's, he was one of the best players. So that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is when you, when the coaches are a certain experience and they know what to say uh, before the game, they know what to say at halftime and they know what to say after the game and how to prepare psychologically for the next game. And some of the best coaches... You know, when they to every word that they say, it's measured mm -hmm. and it's exactly, they mm -hmm. know exactly what to say. Now, does he know how to read the game? I don't know. You know, they, they, they said, this is what they said. I don't know. But talking to people that are professional, that there are some coaches that at halftime, they read the game very well and they can make an adjustment for the second half. And uh, Mourinho was one of those players. He would read the game very well and make an adjustment for the second half in order to have the team. You know, so that's also very important. There were <clears throat> other coaches. They said that Ancelotti at halftime is not as good as other coaches in reading the game. I don't, like I said, I am not at that level, so 
I'm not sure, but listen to people that have been there and that are professional and I, they, uh, they played at the highest level. They say some coaches read the game better than other coaches. So that's what I'm talking yeah, about. That's yeah. fair. No, no, but well, I think you said it best because in the end, it comes down to what happens when the going goes bad. In yeah. a sense, if Juventus loses a couple of games in a row, exactly. does Pirlo know how to react, how to respond, to say the right thing to his team? Big question mark. Um, you know, and that comes with experience. Right. It doesn't. It's not necessarily you're born with it and that's right, it. Right, right, right. It comes with experience. And the thing is, more so um, for Juventus fans, we or Juventus wants the Champions <laughs> League, right? So now you're picking a guy where we don't know. You don't know what to expect. Wow. You're not getting something that you know it's already. He, he can yeah. he can lead you there. So it's a lot of unknown. It's a risk. It could turn out to be a great risk. You risk big, high reward. What's, I don't know. What's your prediction? There is no risk. What's, for what's your me. prediction? Do you think Pirlo will become a success? Obviously, this is very early. One hundred percent. With this Juventus with this, this year Juventus. or in this his year. career? No, this, this year. This, we'll year, this year, I think. He's going to have a, a hard time. Yeah. And the reason why is also because Juventus' team is aging. So unless they make some big moves in the midfield, he said that he's, he wants, we heard Zaniolo, um, Tonali. Tonali. You know, Juventus needs to make some moves because Kellini's a year older, mm -hmm. Ronaldo's a year older. Bonucci. You know, they have one a, of the oldest squads in the world. Well, they are t over 28 years old. The average year is over 20, 28 points. What point, was your answer? 0.5 or something. No. This year. Success is what? Winning Champions League? What is determined what determines success? Yeah. Well, that's that a question. Go, that would be theirs, uh, no? would, Okay, a year from now, looking back, will we say Pirlo was the right choice for Juventus? With zero money. Being paid zero. That doesn't He's matter. Not being paid doesn't zero. matter about anything. Well, whatever. But, uh, Peter, I want everybody at the at the table. Okay. Well, well you say one year from now, just yeah. one year from now, will we look back and say Pirlo was the right choice for Juventus? Given what's on the market right now and what's, what the cost of those uh, quote-unquote coach, uh, coaches uh -huh. that you're quoting, uh -huh. to me, is the best okay. so available yes. for Juventus that did the best thing. Will you thing. say yes or no, Mike? I don't think he's going to be the coach to give them what they want. It's going to uh, be a transition. Pirlo? Uh, sorry, I called you Pirlo. He's going to be a Peter. success because it's going to be a transition year, and they're gonna have, he's going to have an average year. And then the next coach that comes in is okay. which means that Inter is going to win next year, right? Which means that he's not going to be the the coach that they really yeah. were hoping. Well, for. but they don't have that uh, that time, that luxury because yeah. Ronaldo, you know, he wants to win. He has to win now. He, you know, he's not. Pirlo's going to do well. He, you know, he wants Watch. to make sure that uh, he has to win something, and he wants to win the Champions League. So uh, a lot depends also on the market. You yeah, know I agree what with that. what mm -hmm. they're going to do on the market. Who they who they're going to get. Um, looking back, uh, I think that, uh, it, it was a decision made too quickly. Yeah. See, uh, and, and it's funny that last year they took so long to get Saudi right. and this year they didn't even wait right. 24 hours, <laughs> I know. a little bit more of balance. I, I would say my answer would be, I agree with you that the market's going to determine a lot because again, um, you, you see, I think that he can be a good handler if he has a good team around him that he would be able to manage and, and get through it, which I don't think is going to happen. So I think that I agree with everybody else would say I don't think that it will be the right. I'll tell, so. tell you my argument again just to, to, just to, to, we'll to counter yeah. your stuff. Yeah, and then we'll move on. Pirlo is the type of guy that if he sits in front of the table with Agnelli, he's going to say, hey, Andrea, they have the same name anyway. <laughs> this is what I want to be successful. Andrea Agnelli, being a smart guy, knowing that this guy knows how he played, the way he, he portrayed himself inside and outside of the field. Whatever he's going to ask, he's going to get. 
within the possibility. Me. I'm telling you, what, I'm telling you right what, now. What no, the you, hell are you talking about? Vinsari on the other side. Every, listen, every, listen, every, let every, me finish. Every coach that sits down with the president wants this. When Montella sat down, I'm sure with Rocco, <laughs> he must have said, I want this, this. But are you going to get it? What do you do? What do you when say, Conte, no, 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 will, I'm will giving you. I, first of all, he commands a lot more respect. That's, I think that's listen what he's to me, to listen say. to me, please. Yeah. Listen to me. Why? You listen to me, please. Why? Why? Conte, 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 when he sat in front of Gagnelli, Conte had the pretension to tell him. What to do? Pirlo is got, I think, the charisma to talk to him and say, hey, by the way, this is what I well, need. Allegri, Allegri is that Ancelotti? Mm-hmm. Is that, wait, well, didn't Ancelotti I, didn't fail with Juventus. Well, no, didn't, I'm talking about with Napoli. When Ancelotti sat down with the Laurentiis. We're not talking you, about the Laurentiis. We're talking about don't, uh, Pirlo you, and Andrea okay. Agnelli. Don't change. No, no. no. You said when, a co- when Andrea is going to sit with the president, he's going to present these players all the coaches present their players. Yeah. I think, I think what, he's, what he's trying to say is that Pirlo has say, such a, within, within has such a regard that, that we, he will listen to him. Yes. yes. I think that's what, what are you talking saying. about? When yes. you get a coach... Don't look at me. I'm, I'm explaining his When you get a coach, yeah, you the reason why them. you get a coach yeah. is because you believe in, yeah, exactly. in that coach. Hey, listen to so me. Do you know what the word trust means? And the coach says, I want these players. Never heard it. We're talking about Ancelotti. We're talking about Guardiola. We're talking about Zidane. We're talking about... Uh, Allegri, we're talking about Sarri, we're talking about Montella, we're talking about Giampaolo. You are changing subject completely. Every coach wants the best players. Listen, do you know what the word trust means? Trust, trust, T-R-U-S-T. Okay, I'll tell you the reasons no, why that, I'm telling that, you. Uh, that's not the way it works. You're sitting down in front of a knowledgeable, in front of a dictionary. That's not the way it works, my friend. And somebody's telling you, listen. This is what I need. I don't think Pirlo is going to have a big demand on Agnelli. He's going to say, hey, listen, I see the game. This is what I, He's not going to put a big, a big demand like Conte. Conte wants everything. He wants this, 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 this. He wants everybody. But, he, wants all, he wants 20 national players if, to be sitting on the bench. But if you're going to win, Andrea Agnelli could say, listen, I like Lewandowski. I want Lewandowski as a center forward. You think that Agnelli is going to go, oh, yeah. We're going to get you. We're going to get you, Lewandowski. Listen. We're going to get you. You're not listening to me. Pirlo is going to make the right demand. He's going to know that what he's going to ask, he's going to get it because he's not going to over-ask. He's going to say, this is what I need. Something he's saying that he can okay. pinpoint the talent. He does immediately. Uh, one more, most of the coaches can pinpoint okay. talent. That's why they're coaching. You guys are saying something in two different ways. ways. I hope. Hey, what, time right what time is right it's now? It's 5.38. I wanted to record this conversation that we have it's right now. All of those guys are all, all they jumping on the bandwagon. I am the only one that takes this, the okay, this position. Okay, okay. okay. fine. Right. Fair enough. One, one point to Antonio's point. They said today Pirlo made calls to the players that are not going to be part of the plans. And I will agree with Antonio in the sense that I do think that Pirlo has a better eye for talent than Sari does. Um, and first player that's already gone is Matuidi, a guy three years too late in, the, in getting rid of him, and he was signed three years ago. But that guy had no talent and no place for Juventus. And I think that that's one place that Pirlo can be good is that he'll want, he'll value midfield, he'll value ball-playing players, and he can identify, you know, they're saying Iguain's not going to have a place, Ramsey, um, Bernadeschi, a lot of these players who were valued under certain coaches, I think is what he's trying to say, under Pirlo, they won't be, which I do agree with, and I think that that nah. would be one, one but when good when Sarri part. came in, Matuidi was there. So if yeah, Sarri, but he liked when, Matuidi. When, when Sarri came in and said, okay, I don't like Matuidi, he, he's got, he has a contract. I mean, he cannot be gone right away. You know, so some players that maybe Sarri didn't like him, he had to deal with it. 
and so does every coach. Some players are there, okay. and you're going to have to deal with those on. players. It's fine. I just want to add something quick. The thing I don't like about this move with Pirlo, Pirlo is Juve is starting from scratch again. And like Marco was saying, Juve is one of the oldest squads. They have a squad apparently to win now. And now if you bring someone as a transitional coach, and he's a shot in the dark, Pirlo. You don't know what you're getting with him. So say he doesn't succeed this year, next year again, they're going to have to go for a coach or hope that a top coach is available. What happens we'll if Klopp's not them. available? What if Pep's not available? Well, I think then they use a year to plan. I think, I, think, I think that's the point of Pirlo, though, is that you, you, you don't wait until... No, no, no. Well, I think that you take the year to plan. Zidane's out of contract next year. His contract ends with Real Madrid. Yeah, but you're hoping that he'll come. That, but it's not hoping. Thing. It's planning no. for this year. That's what, instead of hoping on Saudi, Saudi was more the hope. Pirlo's more the one that you could plan a year and be like, all right, he's probably not going to lead us to that. Who do we go after? So they take a year. Let's let's just move on from the conversation because we do have to talk about Saudi being sacked. It's a huge topic. Saudi sacked at Juventus. Deservedly um, so. He deserved. Well, that was going to be the next thing I asked. Um, obviously, the loss to Lyon being the final nail in the coffin. After the match, Saudi even said, they asked Saudi, he said, you think uh, if, before the match, after after the match, they asked him, they said, do you think you're going to be sacked based off this this loss? Saudi said, I think that that would say a lot about the directors if they decide to sack me after one game. A little bit of debate whether Saudi was sacked because of the Lyon match, whether he was sacked because of the relationship with players, whether he was sacked by never seeing this Saudi ball that was supposed to be the the identity of Juventus. Um but he does get sacked after one year. For me, I, I like I said, I never thought Sadi was the coach for Juventus. Never made any sense. But I will say that considering all the circumstances, I don't think that it was the most fair in decisions in sacking Sadi. I think that again, he's used as a scapegoat. He did not. You you wanted Sadi ball and you wanted this, but you gave him no midfield to play with. So you kind of crippled him. And again, for me, the most important thing would have been for management to get the boot. Because they are the ones that have made an aging squad. They are the ones who have overpaid for some of these players. And they're the ones who did not give Sadi all the tools to succeed. That's my point. But again, I never thought Sadi was a man for Juventus. But considering these circumstances, I didn't necessarily think he deserved to okay, be sacked. Okay, that's a good point. I would have kept him another I mean, season. Yeah, no, that's, that's a very good point. I would have yeah. kept him no, another well, season with New listen, Midfield. We, we saw it from how long it took. Juventus to get Sarri. They knew already Allegri was leaving after the last day of the championship last year. And you had Sarri, I think a month, maybe a month and a half later, uh, announced as the Juventus coach. They signed players before the Sarri was there. Ramsey was already signed. So a lot of players were chosen by the directors, not by Sarri himself. Right. He never and got he, Jorginho. He, he didn't right, get right, like right. a lot of that's this. The, so that's, the that's good point. one point. But given that, Sarri, in the same time, you have this team, you have to make it work. Sarri's main objective with this Juventus, and the reason why Juventus got him, even though it was after a certain amount of time, was to see Juventus play an attacking style of football. And that is something that, Never okay, happened. in the beginning you say, okay, give him a couple of months, give him three months, give him six months, and we never actually saw this Juventus team. It was a weird year. There was a stoppage of, of two and a half, three months. But at the same time, you never saw Sarri, uh, you know, Juventus express Sarri's yeah, system. So that being said, it showed for me on the outside in, and Juventus are great because nothing ever leaks, very rarely. But for me, the fact that the players did not play in a certain style means that they didn't buy what Sarri was selling. And there was a lot of, Maybe not necessarily conflict, 
but definitely players that were tuning out when he was talking. And we saw got you know Juventus pretty much, you know, especially the second half of the season. It came down to Dybala or Ronaldo scoring for Juventus to win the game. The guy, one of which the management was trying to push out the door with Dybala. both arms. Yeah. Dybala was being forced out of Juventus, and he was the MVP yeah. of. So they the didn't team. give Sarri a fair chance, but Sarri also didn't adapt yeah. to what he should have adapted to. Even going to the point, and this is complete bullshit as far as you know the track suit and not wearing a suit doesn't make a difference, yeah. but. You have to understand the the brand, I guess, Juventus as a as a society that they want a certain professional stance. You have to look a certain way. So you should have wore jacket, cravata. Yeah, instead of looking like a bum with a stupid uh, cigarette okay. uh, uh, shit on his mouth. But the biggest thing was definitely losing to. Can Leon. I? Can I? I agree with Peter. Rarely agree with him, but I want to add something to him. Yeah. I think Juventus, We're all agreeing pretty much. I think Juventus sucked Sarri not because of the Agnelli's decision, where the senators on Juventus. It's Bonucci, it's Chiellini, it's Ronaldo. Surprisingly, it's, they say Bonucci was the only one that was sticking up for Sarri. I don't know about that. They said he was the only I one out of the that. big if players nobody, that stuck up for him. If nobody thanked him except for Dybala and Capolare people when the coach was exonerated, that means that a lot of the players into this team here, they want him out. Because they, if Ronaldo says to you, Agnelli, it's either it's, it's him or me. That was one. What There's a lot of other people that they would, when you don't talk, when you don't say goodbye to somebody, it's like saying, thank God you're the fuck out of here. <laughs> okay? So that's, that's a, an implicit way to say it, even without any words. He said, that is the door. Don't let the door hit you on, the, on your ass on your way out. So he says, Clearly, that Juventus player they were not behind this Sarri because they were not behind this style of play and they didn't buy into his style of play. So Agnelli had no other choice. I think Agnelli got his hands tied. He had, he had nothing to do. He had, he had to just fire him. Agnelli cannot be chosen as a, as a scapegoat. And Sarri is not a scapegoat. It's all the Juventus team that wants Sarri out. Agnelli is the one that has to make the decision to say, you are fired. Yes. End of the okay. story. Fair enough. Agnelli you had nothing to do with that. You I agree. do agree with the decision. Okay. Mike? No, yeah, I agree. There's you agree with that? It's, it's pretty much the same. I don't think we yeah. disagree with uh, what Peter was saying at all. I think for the ma majority, it was the Lyon game, and probably with uh, the whole, he didn't have the whole locker room. I also, think that the was goals conceded defensively. Yeah, yeah. We've never seen Juventus defensively as shaky as we saw them this year, and also the blackouts. There was a lot of different factors that led up to it. Yeah. But again, main, it goes back to my my decision, uh, my my reasoning of how the hell do you sign the guy like Saudi where you could have predicted a lot of these things that happen. Either way, I have one thing that I want to read. I was going through why why I blame management and I'm very disappointed to see nobody from management. They like to put the blame on everybody else where Paratici should be the one that's fired. Um, seven and a half million a year for Iguain. Seven million wow. a year for Ramsey. Seven million a year for Rabiot. Six million for Kadira. Four million Bernadeschi. Four million Danilo, three and a half million Matuidi, three and a half million Rugani, three million wow. Deshillo. Wow. That's forty-five and a half million euros on wages, plus ten million for Rabiot's signing bonus, fifty-six million spent on wages, and that's not including the beginning of the season where they had Manzukic on a six million salary and Emerchan on a five million salary. Both of both these players had zero place in Saudi's team. Both had falling outs with Saudi, where he did not call them up for Champions League and wanted them out of the team. 
That is money gone down the drain. And on top of that, this is reported after taxes. Before taxes, that's over $100 million spent on players who do not belong at Juventus. Everyone listed, none of them belonged in the Juventus 11. That is a Paratici or Nedved. I don't care which one of them. One of those guys should have taken the fall on this. And this is three years, four years in the making. The only reason why anybody's saying it now is because it's so obvious. Saying it for 15 months that this was going to be a problem, and they've only realized it afterwards. That is why one of them should be fired. Listen, it's a fight, fighting or not fighting. It's not the point over here. It's understanding where the mistake is and try to, you know, to put a bandaid on. But but as a professional at that level, you're supposed to okay. see the mistakes before they happen. So you're fighting Paradis, who are you going to get? I don't know. Marotta I don't know. Back. I have no idea. Look what Marotta is doing for Inter. I, I, just another disaster. It's like I don't you, think he's making a disaster. You do like a shrimp. You fry, you, you're jumping from a frying pan and what you're going into the fire. They're doing great. What I'm saying, anyway, what I'm saying is... I think I think that's enough for that. Yeah, Anything yeah. else you want to say? I mean, for, for the Iguan, that was done before he was there so it's kind of like a it's a hard contract to offload but definitely Rabio, definitely Ramsey, definitely Danilo Deschilio. these guys Deschilio, you you got them Three within these last Deschilio. couple of transfer Are markets you kidding me 11 million not, 11 million not, between Mandzukic uh, and Emerchan yeah, two players who good. under your coach do not like Sadi did not he like the guys the best player he told Emerchan that he can't play in the team that's bad 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 management that's very bad management Let's can we we, we yeah, didn't let, even talk about the Lyon game yet, yeah, which right. Juventus knocked out by Lyon in the Champions League. Another absolute disgrace, where the only player on the pitch that played with any heart was Ronaldo. I think it was very clear and mm-hmm. obvious to say he's the only one on the team that deserves to be on that team, especially the eleven. Again, mimics kind of what happened with Ajax, even though Ajax was a better team. You lose to seventh place in in Le- France. Yeah, Lyon is seventh place in France and you lost to Lyon in the Champions League. The the objective because Bonucci, you say you you say the Scudetto was the objective, but I'd love to see you say that to Ronaldo's face. That the Scudetto was the objective. But Marco, one thing one thing is when you see Juventus that they were very unlucky, but they did not deserve to win. They won that 2-1, but it was very scrappy. I mean, if it wasn't for Ronaldo, like you just said, the only player that would, they had the drive to try to, to make things happening and change the, the, the game for Juventus. Nobody. They were just rotating the ball. Easy pass, easy pass. Nobody went in. Nobody took chances. In Juventus, the DNA of Juventus really disappeared under Sarri. I didn't see this, like Peter said before, I didn't see the attacking style that this Sarri balls command. Where is this Sarri balls? balls? There's no balls. I didn't see it. I never seen it. I never seen it. In terms of the game, what did everybody think about the game? I never seen it. Just the match, not the... Lyon didn't rub the game. Lyon didn't rub the game. The officiating was weird, but just in general, Juve... He didn't rub the game. I just feel like Juve... Like most of the games, they were, they didn't have what it took. Ronaldo was frustrated. He was the only one moving. Dybala, they tried forcing Dybala in, but he was playing on an injury, and then he got injured. Again, and bad bad management bad from man, anyone yeah. in the, the staff to put Dybala he, in. He hurt himself again they, by they, coming they, in. They said that Dybala before, before going in didn't touch a single ball. Oh, he didn't wow. touch the ball one time before going inside yeah, the match. That's a smart thing to do, to call him in. Yeah, the I fitness mean, in the team is just horrible. Yeah, well, that's so. what I was going to say. I think, uh, so... First off, the game was a referee horror show, but Juventus' approach to the game was, was terrible. You saw in the beginning where they were they just looked sluggish a lot of times, especially in the midfield. There was no real movement. You saw a bunch of time Cuadrado yelling at this person, that one, and you just thought Lyon was going to be able to, to make something happen with Depay. They were very quick, um, and you can't even really remember 
any per, like good chances on goal. Everything was either a shot outside or a cross or something like that. It wasn't much. Iguain, at times good, at times just terrible. Like you, you protect the ball, does everything right, and then he makes that turn to cross long wall, and he misses his target completely and gives the ball right up. So I mean, just Juventus, you know, at the athletic, you know, ability that they have, nothing. It just wasn't there this game. Um, but you lose it. You have DiBala out. Uh, Douglas Costa out, mm-hmm. so you're you're forced to play a certain player, Bernardeschi. You probably wouldn't have played Douglas Costa either way. But, yeah, but, but you at least started. have the option yeah, to put him bench. in, and, you, yeah. and he didn't have that option. Yeah. I I swear, the only person that you had was DiBala. That you say, okay, coming off the bench, he can change the game, and that's not good when you're talking about Champions League. You always need to have a a, a deep bench. For sure. So DiBala goes in. I I understand your point. Dybala should never go into that game. Dybala shouldn't even be on that bench. Because to be quite fair, if he's not 100%, there's no reason to put him in. Right. And Sadi said it. I, I like what his response was. He if said, I wouldn't put Dybala exactly. in, it would he be says, a problem. He says, if I don't put Dybala, sure. everybody will attack me. Oh, it's, if you don't put him in now, when are you going to put him? So if I him put the him, bench, they're going to get him. So don't even put him on the bench. And I don't know if that was forced by yeah. someone he or just Sadi said, said you know what? That's fair. I'll keep him there. And uh, you know, Peter, worst thing is, I, I just challenge any one of you over here <laughs> to name me five players of this Leon. Except for Arar, Rudy Garcia, Depay. except for Rudy Garcia, I don't remember even one of them. The so well, what does that is a very good player. Right, so what, and does Ar- tell you? what does that tell you? Center midfielder. They are playing against a mediocre team from a, 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 from a, from a French league that you should have been wiped out very easily. Okay, given the caliber of the and the name, the name recognition. And the, the the career of those players into Juventus and how much they're getting paid, they should wipe them all out like a like a like nothing. <laughs> wipe them all out. It was right? over two this. games too. Yeah, really over two games. Over yeah, two games. So you telling me as bad as Juventus and Sadi were, you can never lose to Leon. You can, Doesn't that, matter what happens. You can no never excuse. lose to Leon. There's there no is, excuse. It's inexcusable yeah. for what happens. Hundred percent agree. So the yeah. most thing, the, 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 the most natural thing to do is to suck them. And just uh, put into under the pressure the the management well, of making well, this mistake. There's also uh, something else to point out. I mean, you name so many players there and so much money, and how can it be that he puts in uh, this guy Oliveira, Oliveira at the end of the game, who is who has never uh, played one minute, and this guy ends up in a moment where you need help and you need to score another goal. You put this guy is never with all the money and all the money that you spend for all those players, and he's your first backup in Champions League to be knocked out. Yeah, that's to again win a game to I, go through uh, again. That a, goes back to bad management. Of, you have Manzukic that could have been a guy that that's came not in. a good management. We never even got called up for the Champions Ridiculous. League. Ridiculous, right? I agree. I agree with everyone, and I think that. Yes, there was the referee mistake in the beginning, which was which was ridiculous. Um, I don't, I do not understand the rules of of football anymore. That was that was joke penalty. I I throw it. We throw it all out the window, and I know people will say, "Yes, you got a makeup call," but the away goal is what technically knocked Juventus out. So they said, "But I do not care if every single call went against Juventus. This was not the referee knocking Juventus out. There, there are games in football sometimes where the referee makes the difference. This." Juventus only have themselves to blame. If you blame this on the referee, you are once again moving around the real problem. Exactly. Because you do not bush. get knocked out of the Champions League how many years in a row from every time from a referee? Right. Maybe once or twice. This was solely down to the Juventus players. Absolutely. Marco, when, I, when we saw the penalty again, the two penalties, one given to the yeah, Leone and one to Juventus, 
to the Lyon, I had a, there was a, a better a better penalty to be given. Not that it was a clean penalty. I don't think it was a penalty either. But, but neither, to a lesser degree, not even the Regardless, Juventus penalty the, the was both, a penalty. The, the guy takes a free shot on the wall. The yeah. guy does like this. It's not extended to have the stuff. It's next yeah, to him. That shouldn't yeah. be called. Both of them shouldn't have been called. It's not a penalty. Both regardless. of them shouldn't have been called. You guys should have went But either way, no you can't. You can't. The referee just needs to be mentioned as a side thing. It yeah, cannot yeah. be the no focus. Factor. It was a horror okay. story. Uh, we can move on because uh, yeah. one one thing. Now that Pirlo is a coach of Juventus, it's led us to this debate. Uh, that we've been asking everybody that we talked to. Who do you think are the favorites for next year's Scudetto, considering Conte stays at Inter? Which is funny because we thought everybody thought Conte was going to leave Inter, and now Sadi's out and Pirlo's a coach. That's Juventus. another disgrace. That's another disgrace given the fact of all what we was said the week before about Conte being bad-mouthing the team What's and management disgrace? and all that. It's a disgrace that Inter is still behind this guy here, oh, Conte. Oh. What did he do? He turned 180 and he apologized to, uh, to Zhang. What's his name? Suning, yeah. Zhang, whatever. So, so the, uh, the what players with that, that uh, Juventus is getting is Arthur? Right. Excellent, Arthur. Arthur, yeah. Arthur. Arthur. They want Tonali and Zagnolo. And the guy from uh, no, but the the player signed is already Arthur, Arthur. and the guy from Parma, Kulusevski. right? Kulusevski. Oh, two excellent players. Okay, then uh, the objective are who? Milik. Uh, yes, maybe. Is Jorginho still? No, uh, Jorginho's no, no longer. He's no got longer. replaced by Tonali. Yeah. Which is a much better. No, no, I don't think so. I think it's Zagnolo and the Tonali, Tonali are the guys in the Locatelli. No, no, they say maybe, no, yeah. That was, yeah they you guys that. have a very good taste. <laughs> nah, Locatelli's not good taste. So to answer Marco's question, what Sorry. he was saying, Sorry, yes. uh, for who, who, the, who would be who the, the favorites for, for next, next year? If everything stays the same, not assuming we don't know any Mercato, let him I would think, you know, Pirlo's a shot in the dark. I don't want to bet on Pirlo. He could be a hit, he could be a miss. Conte is a better coach, obviously. And this is going to be his second year with Inter. You have a brand new squad, brand new career. Inter's favorites to win the Scudetto for next season. I said it. Oh, yeah. I think, I think yeah, Mike's right. 100%. I think that they have to be. Second year under Conte. Juventus, it's undoubtedly going to be a transition year for Pirlo. Yep. That's the one good thing is that he's not going to have too much pressure on him. Yes, you're Juventus. Still pressure, but, but not, maybe not to be honest, much. Juventus fans, they're like, every Juventus fan at this point is like, we can lose this Scudetto right now. We don't need to keep... Focusing on 10 in a row, where how about we focus on actually building a nice team? Maybe you lose one year, but you could actually build a structure to build on. And I think that's where most Juventus fans are. And maybe that's the strategy with Pirlo. So, uh, so I think that Inter definitely are favorites. With Conte in his second year, yeah. plus with what they're looking More to spend yeah. and the, the quality in their squad, I think that definitely Inter are the favorites to win the next year's Scudetto. I don't agree with that. I think Juventus is going to go all the way again. Juventus is another type of game. It's another type of uh, uh, organization that's going to let this happen, first of all. Second of all, they're going to go all the way out. They're going to take, for me, Juventus needs two center defenders because of what, what they have right now. What? No, what are you talking about? Delict and Demiral, Chiellini. Chiellini is done. Listen to me. Chiellini is done. Bonucci is done. Listen to me. We have too many center backs. We have too many center backs. That's the they have. Please. Delict is too young, number one. What do you mean? Two he's, years? Also, he's the best. He's also out until Gellini November. is finished. Okay. Deshidio is gone. Demiral's there. He's Not very a good. Back. Demiral. No, no, no. But Demiral. <laughs> what about what about uh, what about the other guy that Bonucci. you have over there? Bonucci. No, uh, but no, but about Rugani. Rugani. Rugani is gone. He's gonna leave. He's, he's gonna leave. Okay. So Bonucci. Bonucci. What is Bonucci? Bonucci has been proven wrong. He's been uh, he's been the reason, one of the reasons why Juventus got so many goals they don't this need year. Two centre-backs on. So that's the last do, thing I would for need. me. For me, I will just put a lot more. Emphasis. We're just saying who's who's the pressure on next year. Who's it on to win? 
The pressure Who's is more favorites? on Inter to win. That's yeah, what, uh, that's what we were asking. Yeah. Sorry, but, maybe I phrased but, it wrong. But but we're, but we're saying considering everything, is the pressure more on Inter because Juventus are going through this transition? Uh, Juventus, I think it might take it again. So that's not. <laughs> favorite, All right. Pirlo, uh, you, why do I call you? I call you Pirlo twice. To me, they're not favorites. I call you Pirlo the twice. I don't even have the hair. Listen, the pressure is on Inter to win, but they're not going to win. Okay. Okay. Two different so, questions. Did you understand? Okay. Yes, gotcha. They're not going to win. Peter. That wasn't the question. Peter. Right, I think the pressure's uh, Milan. Ibrahimovic. Pressure. We never had pressure. What pressure? First to third. No, no pressure. We have only blood pressure. We don't have any. You said four disappointing. No, I mean four. No pressure. It's going to be interesting to see the start. Right now, as things stand, yeah, if things stand, what do you think? I mean, Juventus should still be, but then we don't know what happens. But it. definitely, Inter with Conte, second year, the players that we're, we're supposed to get already, Hakimi. Mm. This is there's no more excuses for Inter, mm. uh -huh. they have to go to win the Scudetto, whenever everything that you're in. <laughs> that's what you have, that's your objectives. Okay, Champions League, too. No, I mean. An I objective mean, to you have to go to win. Yeah, to you go. can't get knocked out, 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 out of the group. Yeah, you can't get Yeah, stage. you gotta at least uh, go for uh, be a serious threat for uh, Champions League. Uh, no, for the Scudetto, Juventus, uh, I think it's still uh, will still be there. How? No, no, but that's a different question. I think Juventus will still be there. Yeah, yeah to win the Scudetto. But we're saying is there is there more pressure on Inter to win it because Juventus have taken this step no. back? You said yes and no, yeah, like three times to the same yeah, question. It's not gonna win. No, that's not my end. That's not my question. What pressure? There's a bunch of losers. What pressure? <laughs> Those are a bunch of losers. Content. Look, they figured them all out. I'm, I'm very sorry for asking this question. Don't ask any more questions. Content. They'd be. Everybody figured him out already. For next season, who would be favorite? Who would Gazeta pick to favorites to win it? Like last year was Juve. I'm just saying, if they had, oh, you put a star. You asking me? I'm asking you though. Juve. Juve? Yeah. With a brand new coach? Yeah. Yeah. How? <laughs> for the Scudetto, you're talking about. Yeah, how? Yeah, for the Scudetto, because they got the players. They will have the players. Okay. That make Let's sense move to on. Me. That's fine, but you don't have to agree. Everybody okay. has a different opinion. I wouldn't be surprised. Listen to me. You're already. I'm going to be surprised if Vienna FC Milan does better than Inter. Okay. You already have two great midfielders. You already got two great midfielders. And you didn't even start yet. Let's uh let's move on. Uh, Inter uh, just won against uh, Bayer Leverkusen. Bayer They're into the semifinal of uh, the Europa, Europa League. League, a competition which they really could win, and it would be awesome to see United because we know United won play against Inter in the final. Do you think that this would help Inter? The Europa League needs to be this focal point for them. Uh, the only with the thing only this season for 100. Yeah. Well, it's the only yeah. thing you have the to, only thing to play to for. Play for yeah. So there's no more excuses. All oh, Europa League, you play Thursday and you play Sunday. Sure. For well, Conte's already said that there there's certain teams that had more time to okay. rest. Yeah. Than yeah. Them. But, but now it's over. Now it's but no, no. That's what a, he's saying a, for this. No, no, a a lot time of times in Italy, they they always complain about playing Europa League because you play the Thursday game and then you have a Saturday Sunday game for the for the league and you you can lose the opportunity to play in Champions League. Now there's no more there's excuses that you have to worry about exactly. the other league or whatever. There's one competition, one game. You just prepare for each game. Uh, I think they have seven days now to rest for, for the other, uh, for the semifinal. So you have plenty of time now to rest the energy. And, play on and then also, there's still to play tomorrow. And then you have the, the chance to prepare the game as best as possible. You have mm -hmm. two more games. Yep. Semifinal, final. What happens if you lose, uh, if, if you don't win the cup? You, as far as what? As Conte? far as Conte, or, the philosophy. Oh, I think, no, well, I, who are you going to blame? Who are you going to blame? Oh, there's no one to really blame. Why not? 
What? Who are you going to blame? <laughs> well, you, 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 it's you a partita started, secca. It's well, one game. So what? It's one That's game. Have. Yo, you started the campionato. You started the season okay. to win everything. And, no, we did not start the season. Yes, you did. Yes, you we did. started the season to to challenge for the Scudetto. We came from one point, even though it was... One point. It's a lie. Come on, don't disgrace because, yourself. What one no. point? <laughs> we, came, we came close. So that's why Inter have to be the... One point, and now they just lost their coach? No, I'm saying it's a lie because okay, it really is six points. But I'm just, I just, just said if he wants to say the one point. On Best defense in Serie A. Yeah, that's true. Least amount of losses. No, these are... Not, so how are you so not favorites? These yeah, are building blocks. How are you not favorites? That's what I'm asking. But is Conte going to be there? I'm oh, sure you will. I think, I think that. <laughs> I'm sure. Okay, you will. that's that's actually a fair point. I was saying, considering Conte's yeah. there, they would be fair. If Conte leaves, then no. Yeah, right. I think. Yeah, yeah I, I think everybody was pretty upset I about think Conte. Conte is going to stay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, at least the president, because he was so far away, he might say, "Listen." That was a smoke screen. Um, I think it was a smoke screen. I think he's. Gonna what is he going to say? What do you mean? He's got to say something about Conte because Conte made him. You shouldn't talk like that to the press. Oh, I meant Conte. It's a smoke screen. That was like a whole dramatic thing from Conte to try to set some kind of, mm. you know, you know, to set some to set to just bait the, yeah. the, the, the society. Why don't you fire me so I can just be like Spalletti? Well, I don't know all of to fire, but no, no, that's what he was, was trying that to do. Definitely wasn't. I, so I wasn't. Suning, I wasn't hinting at that. Suning, they didn't take the bait. They said, "No, you know, you're gonna stay. You're getting <laughs> paid." You oh, do your job. Let's see what, what you have. They still, they still need to meet and, and figure that out. But as of now, question. Napoli obviously got knocked out from Barcelona. Uh, really disappointing match, I have to be honest with you. Not so much in Napoli getting knocked out, but the manner in which they got knocked out. We did a live stream. We've been doing live streams for all the big matches. We will be doing one on Wednesday, by Atalanta, the way. PSG. We're going to have Mike LaBelle coming to the studio, so that will be a fun one for PSG Atalanta. Yep. But what I was going to say is more so the manner in which, because we were all very frustrated at this table watching that match and not seeing Gattuso read into the signs of the match. Most being, for me, Milik was the biggest one. We put it in the 79th minute where we were begging for him at halftime because Napoli's entire game was crossing the ball in. And number one, he took Insignia out and then put in Milik, which Insignia was putting in all the beautiful crosses. The first cross that you put in, as you pointed out, Milik scored. He was offsides, but there was finally some life into the team. So Lozano should have been plugged into. Long to, time to me, it's not a disappointment that Napoli went out to Barcelona, but there really was a chance, especially in that second half, an opportunity where I felt like Napoli could have came back into it, and Gattuso did not do a good match. Your point of reading a game at halftime, great player, but can you read the match? Gattuso did not read the match well at all, in my opinion. The thing is, the first, the thing that disappointed me with that game is the first leg. Napoli played so good; they held Barcelona. They only let, they only gave Barcelona one chance, one slip up, and that's when Barcelona scored. He played so well, and now the second half so disappointing. The defense was a mess. Manolas, Koulibaly, Mario Christ. Rui, horrible. Disaster. They look like Serie C defenders. And just in general, Barcelona dominated the game. You're hoping that Napoli would score. They had a post early on with Mertens. Okay. So you're hoping, you know, an early start would do something. Mike, it's the first but just, time I heard you say about Manolas have said he defender. What do you mean? I think you're getting a, did a compliment. Oh what even I was just, I, I'm saying it as it is. They, space, didn't, they didn't play good. <laughs> it wasn't just him. Leave Mike alone. Leave him alone. You don't know what he does to me, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do to you? <laughs> oh, my God. No, but, uh, What's the guy's last name? Oh, my God. <laughs> We, um, I mean, no. we were hoping <laughs> and we were all uh, cheering for Napoli to go through. Yeah. You know, too bad. The first goal, the first uh, goal and that penalty, I mean, that was, oh, yeah. that, that was definitely no, no penalty. Wow. I mean, the guy pushed, you could see the, the guy pushed him. So that, they needed, that was no goal, not no penalty. No goal. 
It shouldn't have been. A no, goal. there was no no goal. Yeah, because the guy pushed him and then he scored with the header. Yeah. So there should have been no goal. I mean, they need a, everything to be perfect. Messi scored a fantastic goal How in the middle. Let them in the middle of, he was on the floor. He, he had the guy had five players oh. around him, and from the floor, the guy scored. Anyway, so that you cannot do anything about it because the the guy is just uh, he, he's just unbelievable. But if you don't score the first goal and maybe um, a little bit the Mertens, he hit the post. You know, you could hope on a tie, you know, 1-1 one, one tie. But with and, that and, defense, and you can't then, do anything. And then you'll see what happens. But the uh, bad game by yeah. Koulibaly, I mean, you, you cannot oh, let Messi steal the ball. Uh, the no, no, oh, the, the, one, the, the third one. goal. Oh, the oh. And he let the, yeah, yeah, he the penalty, the, the penalty. He, he, he let him. steal the ball and, uh, you know, yeah. he makes a stupid foul. So you could avoid a couple of goals, maybe just one goal, and then if you're lucky... You and then you're open, you're open yeah. on the overtime or penalties. But Gattuso? I didn't go that bad. No, Gattuso, I agree with you. Yeah. He did not read not the game well. I, I, I mean, yeah. I don't he know what he was waiting. He can't, can't wait. Milik, Milik uh, the ratio between time, player time and scoring is very high, and you give him 10 minutes. And in the 10 minutes that you give him, the guy scored a goal. It was inches from from being uh, in the offside yeah. position. So yeah. and, and also, you were down two goals yeah it's not like if you were down one goal i could kind of understand that i'll be like all right you didn't want to risk too much you i still think all the way in you're you right. were you were down two goals you had nothing you got to throw the kitchen sink at it mm -hmm. yeah. oh yeah i think a lot of a lot of players had poor games i could even see fabian ruiz who's usually a spark very poor very sluggish uh Mario Rui getting beat left and right kulibali manolas i've just been a horror show this whole season and then this game, in more in particular, you you know you have listen, you have great players in front of you, Messi, Suarez, Griezmann. These are great attackers, but you gotta step up to the plate when you're versus, when, for this important game. And, and they last didn't game of do the that. Season too. And they didn't do that. Uh, well, at you least know. you lose against Barcelona. You're not losing against no, Lyon. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But still, yeah. the game the game to be played, they didn't have to win. They had to just tie. Mm -hmm. If they tie, they go through after the two. Once you're down. Uh, two what? Zero zero. Two oh, two no, two. No, yeah, two, two. two, two, two yeah, yeah. So these are games that you have to be able to read, play. Gattuso yeah. waited and waited and waited till the 70th minute to make a change mm -hmm. up top. It's poor. I don't. I think you wait too long. You have to be able, be willing to change something. Calleon stayed out there way too long. Didn't give much. Americans too. He didn't do anything. Know. Insignia was so, involved. Yeah. Americans didn't pop. Insignia was so, playing with a slight injury just to. Yeah, yeah he was playing context. pretty well. Uh, I don't know about that. Was Calleon the last game? Yeah, That's what thank saying. God, yeah. please, because it's not a, it's not a player that if, should be playing. If you guys, if you, okay, this is a crazy question. I'm going to piss Antonio off. Who's I that? wonder what Ludovico's no. answer to this. Sorry to Napoli. Antonio? <laughs> 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 if you're in Napoli, would you consider Sarri a return of Sarri? They're oh, never going to do that. No, absolutely not. Listen, oh, the guy, the wow, guy, guy disrespected De Laurentiis so badly, he goes to dinner with him. Trying to talk about uh, you know his future in the in the team and what he wanted to do and then the next thing you know he turns his back and goes to Chelsea. Peter, come on, I will never. Not even if if uh, listen to me. If uh, <laughs> if Sarri would be paying me to come and coach Napoli for you know, you said hey De Laurentiis, I'm giving you one million. Can you please let me let me coach? I would say get the hell out of here. Peter, no, I wouldn't take Sarri now. If I was Napoli, I would. I think they have character. Let bygones Sarri, be bygones. Still, I don't know. We've seen we've seen worse. Uh, returns in in history or people 
I don't think it was that disrespectful. It does suck that he went to Juve for one don't year. Don't you think that error should it is, end? It does, it does suck that he threw everything away for one bad year at Juve. That really hurts his reputation a lot. Uh, but either way, I think that Gattuso, I love Gattuso. But I think it would be amazing to have him there. Sadi's being linked with the, the Roma job, actually, right now. Fonseca. There's two players that are linked, two guys that are linked with the Roma job. They're saying today, El Messagero, I think, was saying that uh, Fonseca's up for debate after being knocked out of Europa League. Um, they might sack him under the new ownership, which Roma's under new ownership uh, now. And they're saying Sadi is one idea, Sadi and Paratici, who Paratici was the only one sticking up for Sadi to stay at Juventus, by the way. And Agnelli did not appreciate that, apparently. And uh, they're saying also De Rossi. As possible replacement. It seems like everybody wants to get former players. Gattuso, Napoli, Pirlo, Juventus, De Rossi, Roma. It will, it will be perfect. Yeah, you're too crazy Listen with this, Anto. I'm too crazy. This guy, <laughs> hell, you know. You got old are you? 22 years old? You haven't seen anything, man. You're just a rookie. Listen to me. Listen to this guy. Listen to me. Listen to me. Again, again. You guys are a bunch of punks. Listen okay. to me. Listen to me. Hey, hey. Uh -huh. De Rossi. De Rossi. It was another. None at the, at the <laughs> What does that have to do with <laughs> What happened with Seedorf? What happened with Inzaghi? Maradona. What happened with your boys De Rossi, over there? De Rossi. Oh, will sit on the bench having Totti behind him. They do say Totti would be responsible having, for the technical There you area. go. Now you're talking. Okay. <laughs> no, all of a sudden. Oh, oh, they will say. I just didn't read the news yet. over there. <laughs> Cut him off. Listen to me. I was about to say it. Yo, if De Rossi sits over there, you get Totti right behind him, okay? So and the then, two of and them, then you go to Friedland and you present all the players the that you want. The two of them will be perfect on plugging the right, the right player on the right place. Okay? So over Sari? Absolutely. Sari is a nobody. He's a zero. Would you, would, you sack, would you sack Fonseca for De Rossi? I think I like Fonseca, but if, any, if they have to pick up another coach, don't definitely pick up Sari. Take De Rossi. No, I any, what's your opinion on this? Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll have to. Can I? Can go now ahead, I can talk. Yeah. You sure? Go ahead. You finish? Yeah. He's going to jump in the water. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep talking. He's going to jump in. <laughs> No, no, I like Fonseca. I have always said that I like Fonseca. So now that the, that the club is, uh, is sold and maybe there's some stability and there's some direction and they know which way they're going to go and what is the objective, where do you want to go? Where do you want to be? You want to be in Champions League? Okay, then because Roma, a city like Roma deserves to be in Champions League. So now you have the coach... Keep the players, the, the, keep Zaniolo, keep Pellegrini, and buy him the players that uh, Fonseca wants and build the team to go to the Champions League. And put De Rossi next to Fonseca. I will do that. I will definitely uh, put De Rossi next oh, to Fonseca. Oh, my God. Yeah, but it's so something much different. Right. But it's so much different but, than uh, taking Fonseca uh, away. I thought, I thought, I was talking, I thought there. you said uh, I wait could a talk. Moment, wait a moment. <laughs> I thought you said I could <laughs> talk. I told you he was going to jump in. <laughs> you, it was too long. It listen, was 30 seconds. Listen, you're not listening. I'm not saying. I said to put the Rossi. I would. I have. I like the idea to put the Rossi next to Fonseca. But not sorry, not sorry. Not sorry. Who said about sorry? That guy was talking about sorry. That was ten minutes ago. Once again, I was reading the news. I was not saying to get sorry. It was a report. I think you said it best. I like the Rossi. New ownership. Fine. Hopefully, things clearing up over there because they have to get a sporting director. We don't know if Petrarca is coming back. Or you know if his battle was again with uh, internally with players, or if it was with the you know Ownership. with uh, Palotta. So you have to figure out that. 
I think Fonseca deserves to be confirmed for, mm -hmm. you know, we saw some progress within the Roma, even though, you know, especially the last game versus Sevilla was complete. They had a disgrace. lot of injuries too. Considering yeah. Zaniolo missed many months. Yeah. So, sure. so I mean, the, he definitely deserves another shot. Yeah, yeah for sure. That also has a, you know, Vice assistant like coach. Is, yeah. is, is but not great. as a head coach. I, like I, I wouldn't get him as a head coach right no, away. No, right no. I, I would put Totti as a, a technical director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can bring Totti. Now that, now that Roma sold, uh, how do you say his name? Freaking. 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 Let's go Just call him Freak of Freaking. Now that Freaking is the owner of Roma, I think that this is what all Roma fans needed. They needed to get past this Palota era. You know, thank you, Palota, for everything that you tried to do. I, you know, I feel like he was trying to be ambitious. It did not work out. Um, it was best that, that they moved on. But Totti did say when he was sacked, if a new owner comes in, if new management comes in, I love Roma and I will be there. He said, I can just not be there with Palota there. So now that Palota's out, I think Totti returning is definitely a, a very big uh, idea. And I think that for the Roma management, as long as they're serious, I mean, we don't know the new owners. Obviously, we don't know them. We hope that they're serious. If they are serious, I think one of the best things that you can do is definitely. bring in a guy like Totti. Number one, to win over the fans. Number two, to have the history inside the club and show that and you want to respect. He's got very good scouting eyes. Uh, uh, and show that you want to respect the history of Roma. And of course, Dende Rossi as a, a vice, as assistant coach, I think it would be great. But I'm very happy for Roma fans. I think that this was the leaf that they needed to turn. And I'm happy that it's not getting dragged on until the next season. We were very scared it should have happened six months ago. It didn't happen. It happens now. Around 600 million, 590, 600 million was paid for, uh, for Roma. A lot, a lot of money. And hopefully, uh, hopefully Friedkin can be the one that gets the stadium done, too, for, uh, for Roma. Well, today there was an article uh, uh, in Luigi De Siero, who's the uh, CEO of uh, Serie A, uh, that said that he is in favor of building new stadiums all over Italy. He says, this is the time, the rest mm -hmm. of you, we are behind Europe. Europe is building new stadiums, they have it, and we are falling behind. So... Hopefully, this is the time to do it. Fiorentina wants to do it. Roma wants to do it. Uh, there are other uh, clubs. Milan that, clubs. Yeah, Milan wants to build a stadium. And the biggest this might thing be is the right building, time. And it's the big thing is building the stadium, which the club owns, not the city. So that'll give a lot more funds to the, the teams, for the Mercato to the, and stuff the, like that. Yeah. That's why teams like England have so much more money, because stuff like that, you get an extra huge fee uh, every year from there. So right. You could also do whatever you want with it too. Exactly. Yeah. You There's make no money with anything. You make money with That's a museum. Right. Plus, you and can just use the name of a big of a big company yeah, like uh, uh, Etihad, and uh, yeah. and then they well, give you Allianz. They got so much yeah, money just so to put Allianz. And then yeah. also with new uh, infrastructure, people actually oh, yeah. enjoy going to and the game. And they want to go. Have a good seat. You're gonna have the ability to watch. But not only that is good for the Italian economy because Italian economy is struggling right now. So construction is it's one of those engines that brings the economy back into especially uh, now it's, you know now the we see over and over again like the stadiums aren't just a, a place to watch a mm -hmm. game it becomes a, a mall a it becomes a hotel yeah, yeah. it becomes a, a place to eat restaurant like that. Yeah. Yeah. so it's, like a, yeah. it's it can be a central hub and a new central for, hub for, for also like teams. the young players like Zaniolo and Pellegrini I think it's so important for them if they want to like they really love Rome they really want to stay you have to see something getting modernized or going forward and also for future players that are going to come in they're going to look and say listen Incentives. this is what what we have to go to also the other club in Rome Lazio they're close to signing David Silva Huge. from Manchester City 
which would be a fantastic signing to an already great midfield. Uh, we know he's older, but I think he, he really gives that key marquee signing to Lazio, who are going to be playing in Champions League, that they need and that experience that they need. I know a lot of play, people say, oh, he's old, he's overpaid, this and that. I really value experience. I like him, I like him. And I think a lot of the players in the Lazio squad do not have that winning experience and being in winning environments very much. Mm-hmm. So he will help rub off on a lot of those guys. Like, hey, this is how we do it. Or, hey, this is what it goes down to. And I think this also shows that Serie A can still attract big names and not just the biggest teams, even Lazio, who, of course, yes, they're doing amazing, but you would never expect David Silva or certain players to come, which I think means that Serie A is becoming a more attractive destination for a lot of these uh, talents. Um, let's last. Let's wrap up right now. Wednesday, PSG against Atalanta. The match of all matches for uh, PSG. It's rumored. This is not official yet. Verratti and Mbappe might not be playing. More so, Verratti not playing than Mbappe. I believe Di Maria is also out suspended, so that's confirmed. But on the flip side, Atalanta, no Ilicic. We know he's dealing with personal things. He will not be there, and no Golini in net for Atalanta. Both. Uh, Golini is hurt. They will not be playing. Who's the second goalkeeper? Sportiello. Oh, Sportiello. Yeah. Not bad. Well, he's, he's not bad. Yeah, he has some experience. He played a few games. So I'm he's, a first team. It, he's a first goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's a first true. goalkeeper. I, go. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to ask, would you guys rather have a full squad of both sides or what Marco just read now? Full squad of both. Yeah, I think I think Ilicic brings so much. I just want to see. It. I'd rather the real Atalanta just, exactly. which I'm not making an excuse. I'm just no, saying no, I would yeah, rather. Yeah. I'd if, rather if lose on pick. my laurels then. Exactly. I am hoping that uh, Atalanta is mature enough that Ilic, if Ilicic is not there and Golin is not there, hey, you can step up. You still step up, play your game, play the, the way that you know how to play. Don't look back and beat PSG. Make Italy proud. Yes. They're the only team left in Champions League. Um, Obviously, the odds are stacked against them. Nobody really has PSG losing this match. Everybody has Atalanta not winning. Uh, But I think that Atalanta have every single thing in the world to beat PSG. And I think that, honestly, I know that the odds are technically against them, but I don't think it's that crazy. Number one, PSG being the history that it has in Champions League of losing matches, of of bottling, if you want to say, not having a history of winning. They're the best top team to be able to play for that. And also because Atalanta is a team, like you said, that does not respect their opponent too much. They play their game no matter who they're playing. When they play Juventus, Inter, Spal, no matter what, they're never content with just being there. They are only content proving the Atalanta way and the Gasparini way. So I think that Atalanta have everything, not putting pressure on them. If they lose, they go with their heads held very, very high. That's right. Very high. But... They are playing with house money. And I really think Atalanta can make this upset. I think that is wrong. The way you, you analyze that, I think it's totally wrong. Okay. First of all, fair. What else is Atalanta, Atalanta, because of name recognition, doesn't have the player that PSG has it. But Atalanta has got a better structure. It's got a better they attack twenty ten people attacking, ten people defending. Did they say they don't have a better system? Well, you just you just <laughs> say that the, the odds are against Atalanta. They Technically, if, if, so. if you if you check Who the said so? the Who bookies, said so? the, the money or the bookies, the bookies are not players. Bookies are people that put money. All I said is that I'm the odds telling are you, them. for me, this is a game that can go either way. I give a 50-50 chance. Well, technically, any game can go yeah. either way, no. but there usually is a clear favorite. All right, who's the favorite between? Me, I would take Atalanta. PSG and Atalanta. Who's the favorite? Atalanta. Okay, the favorite. Okay, you're totally wrong because 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 anyone. I like to see after the game. No, 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 but that's not what we're arguing. Anyone that you, of course, the PSG is the favorite, but that's. 
for you, not for me. <laughs> for you, not for me. But that's the best thing that could happen yes, to Atalanta. Yeah, exactly. That they that PSG is the favorite, so that they have less. Pressure. Less pressure, yeah. so they're gonna go there and they can play the way they want it. Exactly, you know, and it's a good it, thing. It's a good thing. So who did you pick to win? <laughs> oh, okay. They're All two right. different questions. How about you? He's <laughs> Look at that. So who did you pick up to win? Atalanta will win the match. But if they lose, it's fine. So in other words, first of all, they, they are, are the underdog. Yes, they, they are the underdog. All the, all, the, all, the, all, the, all the cards are stacked against them. Yes. I mean, I mean, it's, it's like true. a contradiction. It's like you're it's saying not. blue, but then you actually mean white. Because you're just living in the bubble of this table right now. Most people online, on, on the media, they all think that there's not even a chance for Atalanta to win. It's seen as PSG are the clear favorites. Us that understand Atalanta very well and have watched them, we, them we know that they can make these upsets. Yeah. But most people, which is what we're talking about, right. will see this and say, PSG are going to win. If you ask us our opinion, maybe it's different. Let Peter answer since you asked Peter for his opinion. Go ahead. No, I In general. As far as favorite, PSG is favorite for the player, for, for everything that they have. But Atalanta, we've seen time in and time out, they know how to step up their game. Not only they play the, they, they take it to the, the opposition, they also step up when it's a big game. They know how to, to hone the, you know, what, what game they have. And so you see with when they versus Juventus, versus Milan, versus Inter, they always gave a run for the money. Uh, and then even in the Champions League before COVID, but Valencia, they manhandled them. It's a team that knows how to attack. It's a team that knows how to play Gasparini's system. Uh, you know, Ilicic is out, but you have Pasilic. You have Muriel. Muriel on the, on the bench. Malinowski. So there's definitely different ways to it. Malinowski been also so good been amazing. Too, so you have the shots. options. Yes, it sucks. Ilicic out. Golini is out. But you do have guys that can fit into that, that role. And listen, it's one game. So a lot, lot can go. Atalanta, I just hope that they do not get too cocky in the way that they play. It's important to yeah. give it to them and to play your style, but also you have to be measured in, in defense and yeah. being able to understand PSG and their ability to counterattack. I know Di Maria's out, Mbappe might be out, but you do have Neymar, you do have, I'm sure, who else would, they, who Icardi. would be there? With Icardi. Icardi, Icardi yeah. was risking to be out, but so I don't think he's going to be out now. I think he's going to be okay. This so thing have, is making yeah. it too Maybe he'll put like a, a, a Dybala going I think they should, they should watch uh, their Man City game. In the Champions League, the, Man City, the second half yeah. on how they played, fearless, yeah. but also very, very determined in what they had to Calculated. do, and and they can definitely That's make good, something happen. Yeah. I like I like that perspective, and I do I do agree with you. That's why I'm kind of on the fence. Like, if PSG would go out and win three zero, I would not take anything away from Atalanta. I would say it's PSG. They should go out there technically mm -hmm. and do all this, but I, it's going to be a high scoring game. That's hundred percent sure. But I agree with you. I want to see them if they can stay defensively sound, have a perfect match in defense, or as perfect as you could get. I don't doubt that they will not score goals. The yeah. biggest thing is I just hope Atalanta don't change their game for PSG. I don't want, which I haven't seen from them all season. They played their game for them each time I've seen them, which is incredible, which is amazing from a team like Atalanta. Gaspinini is doing amazing. But I just want to say it's one game. Atalanta really got to give their chance, give their all. No one expected them last season to finish top four. No one expected them to get out of the group stage in Champions League. No one expected them to beat Sevilla. I did. No one expected them to get <laughs> Champions League again this year. I did. And now they have one one well, game to beat PSG. And I think they could do you it. You know who so. didn't and who Hope deserves to be called proud. out? Andrea Agnelli. We said on the live stream. That's right. 
talked so much last time about how Atalanta do not deserve to be in Champions League based off of history and only doing well for one season. Mm-hmm. Well, news for Andrea Agnelli. Atalanta are in the round of 16, while Juventus will be watching the round of 16 from Fish, their couch. Maybe on the fishing boat. Yeah. Maybe on the fishing boat. They, they went could the be. furthest than <laughs> Guess what? And that's <laughs> also because Atalanta phone, play with right. a lot more heart than Juventus have ever played. In one match, Atalanta play with more heart than Juventus have all season. So that's all credit to Atalanta. They are the furthest Italian team in Champions yeah. League. A team that shouldn't have Whatever even been there. against PSG. Prediction, guys. We're doing our prediction. I want to score and I want a winner. Right now for Wednesday's match. Peter, three, I will... Three to Atalanta. Beautiful. Yeah. We're going in order. 2-1 uh, Atalanta. 4-3 Atalanta. 2-1 Atalanta. <laughs> <laughs> We're all got Atalanta. We can't vote against them. 2-0. Atalanta? Yeah. Zero? 2-0. Wow. Forza Guys, I don't care who's right at this table. I just hope one of us is right. Atalanta, just play your game. We'll be proud but of listen, you. Listen, don't one let thing, them change One thing character. I wanted to say it. One thing I wanted to say it Let's just for, is for the sake that Peter brought it into my memory is the fact that Icardi plays over there. If PSG has to go forward, let be the one Icardi. Nah, 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 be nah, the nah, one. Come on, don't root against it. No, no, I'm not Why are you talking about Let it be Icardi. You make it seem like Icardi is from I want Inter to regret. You make it seem like Icardi is your cousin. Listen to me. I want Inter to regret. They don't regret anything. Look, Icardi, Icardi doing amazing. will be a winner of a okay. champion league. If they, if, uh, listen, if PSG, I just hope they don't go through. But if PSG goes through Atalanta, I definitely, I definitely gonna root for PSG to win because I want Icardi to raise the cup. That will be okay. a big thing for he's, me. He's I'm gonna from... make a, <laughs> I'm gonna make a huge poster and I'm gonna go while Peter is sleeping. I'm just gonna paste it into his room with Icardi raising the champion. The, That's the very Champions nice, League guys. Cup. We're moving to the audio only. You can respond to him now. Go, go check it on Spotify, iTunes, uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Audio only. We're taking questions <laughs> from Twitter. Peter, anything to say? For that? No, I, I got to get you a new FIFA game if you want that to happen. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, give it to me. Okay. I'll take it. He's, he's saying that that will never happen. Only right, in a video it's game. okay. I'm in just saying, game. Anto, no, one can, no Inter fans have talked about Icardi just because he's forgotten just how well Lukaku's been doing. You That's think all it, I'm saying. You no, think no. it's forgotten. No, not I think. I know it's forgotten. Mm-hmm. No one's talking about Icardi. No I know you're an Inter fan, by the way. Well, I'm a fan of Serie A, so yeah, no. I'm an Inter fan. Are you an Inter fan? Roma fan, okay, Lazio right, fan. So. I'm a fan of uh, we, we got a question from Maria so, so. who asks, um, do you guys think Pirlo is making good decisions allowing Matuidi leaving along with the list of players that he wants uh, considering he's uh, valuing Zaniolo and Tonali now? Yes, 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 and yes. All, all yes, all of the above. Did that answer your question? Yes. All the players that Pirlo is going to uh, ship out, uh, is the, those are the, the good decisions. Maria also added to that question, which is a... a Good question. Oh, she, she specifically said to me, but we'll put this in general. She said, Marco, do you think if Pirlo takes Juventus' side to Champions League final uh, but loses a Scudetto, do you think that considers him a success? Yeah, Absolutely. That's a success. Yes. Yeah, that's a success. Absolutely. First, first season, 100%. First I think it depends on which the manner. That, Even that if he makes it to the semifinal. I think it depends on the matter. What's not winning through that? Is it second place? Is it close? Is it far? Is it listen? How's the team look? For me, even if, but yeah, Juventus, if Juventus reaches the semifinal of a Champions League, is going to be a success. I'm definitely, I definitely agree with the fact that the the Scudetto. You know, they hate to say that Champions League is an obsession when their Scudetto has become the obsession. They will do anything just well, to win the tenth Scudetto, but well, the Champions League. Because Agnelli, once again, it that's what he said that he wants ten in a row. Guess what? Say that's that we right. want Champions League. 
He's so scared to say that they want to, they want to win the Champions and League. Because he, they know that, it's, that, that the decks are stuck against them because there's so many other teams just as good as Juventus or better. So. Uh, question for Peter. Uh, Red M asks, what do Inter and Conte lack to compete uh, Serie A for the Scudetto? Oh, we definitely need another left back. That's <laughs> left for sure. Back, yeah. Left back is important. Uh, one more midfielder. Center back. Center back. Why one more I midfielder like... on what you have already? <laughs> Oh yeah, one more midfielder because Gagliardini's got to get out. Vecino's got to get out. I want players that can play the ball. And, and another striker for Lukaku. Okay. Sensi, Barella, Brozovic, uh, Borja Valero, Eriksen. So I already made five for you. Borja Valero is going to be on his way out, even though I think he renewed. But he's going <laughs> to be one of the last guys <laughs> to go the into reserves. the game. Okay. But that being said, you need a, we got already Hakimi, which is good. On a left wing back we need. I like to have another number nine. Striker off the bench for Lukaku. This year we've been okay with Lukaku, but if he gets hurt or to give him an extra days of rest, we need another number nine. Um, center back, yes, we could use another center back, <laughs> but I like what I've seen with Bastoni, okay. uh, De Vrij, Skriniar, Gordin, you know. It, Nobody it else can that gets to answer this question. That was solely for Peter. Okay. Uh, Dario, uh, the depressed Milanista is this guy's name. Oh, so I thought he was talking about Antonio. <laughs> He said, how did Antonio celebrate Milan's Champions League final win against Juventus in 2003? Uh, listen, it was on, on, a, on a penalty over there. We, we celebrated. A Champions League is how a did you celebrate? How, how did you celebrate? How did you celebrate? I what mean, did you uh, do? What did I do? I don't remember exactly, but I, was, I, was, uh, I wasn't unhappy. I was Were extremely happy. Were you watching the game? Of course. Did you give a celebration? Of course. How would it, that have looked? Well, we had a great dinner and we, had, uh, we, we went out with the flags. Where did you go? With a bunch of friends. Uh, I was in Italy. Oh, you were in Italy? Did yeah. you cheer? Absolutely. Absolutely. How did it look? Absolutely. It looked beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it looked beautiful. Beautiful. Can you give me like a woo? Oh, my God. It's indescri indescribable. Meaning indescribable. All right, try your best to describe it. Uh, you know, for, for a Champions League winner, especially when you have seven times that kind of a sensation, and I, I lived through all of them except for one, it's just the best sensation that you can have because the Champion League brings it, brings you the the, the other uh, the other cups and uh, the, the the international uh, la Coppa Intercontinentale. It's like a, an ongoing thing. It's all you always see your team winning. It's like it never stops. Mm -hmm. Winning is contagious. It's been a while, huh? Okay, <laughs> winning is contagious. Where, where was the last time that you win, by the way? Backs are not your friend. Answer your question. Get that out of here. Listen, listen, that was it. But you, we won year after 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 year. Come on, man. You only won seven times. It cannot get any better than that. Cannot get any better. Uh, also, another question directed towards you from Calcio Milan. He said, how many points do you think Milan are going to win the league by this season? <laughs> well, I said to myself, I stuck my neck out. This guy's laughing. <laughs> I stuck my neck out to say that AC Milan could be the, uh, within the first three, pla uh, three places. He wants, he's telling you the first place. I am saying that we're going to be within the first three. We actually be, could be first, but we're going to be the first three. Okay. We're not, winning. We're not, we're not looking to win the, the, the campionato. We don't okay, care about so campionato. That's the answer. First three. No, you don't care about campionato. Yeah, we don't. We, we, we have you guys winning already. We just, you're already <laughs> fighting between the two of you. What do you so care we'll about? We'll take the that? third place. We care. <laughs> you just contradict yourself. We care. We're going to go into the Champions League. That's okay. what we want. Okay. Milan Viking asks, where should Sadi's next destination be? Huh. He, he could be at the beach uh, by, <laughs> by Rimini over there. He's collecting $5 million a year. Yeah. He can be anywhere. Yeah. Give it to me, $5 million. I'll show you what yeah. to do. Okay. He's talking about teams. I don't know, man. If, if, I say Napoli. If, if Fonseca goes, 
I think maybe mm. he wouldn't be a bad option for Roma at all. I think he could be a good coach for um, second division again. Crossing on and yeah, second ah, division. Come on, mm. give him more respect yeah. than that. Or mm. some of the the new team coming up in Serie yeah. A, take a reduction in the salary, take a million dollar a year, yeah. and show what you're capable to sure. do. Let's see your style with the mediocre <laughs> player. Let's see your style of play with mediocre player. I'll tell you a good. I'll tell you a good. I'll give you a good example. Uh, mm. Zeman, Zeman is showed a great coach in Serie A and a great coach in Serie B. Zemani coach Foggia, Zemani coach Pescara, Roma. where, where uh, uh, what's his name, Verratti and, uh, and Insigne. And, yeah, uh, because he messed up Verratti. with Roma whoa, 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 whoa. A great down. coach is a great coach. That's wherever you why, plug him, That's wherever you plug him, makes the best, he takes coach, the best out of the players. So Sarri, if he's got a good skills, if it's true that he can play the Sarri's oh, ball, show Empoli. me. Show me. Show me what you're capable to do. Someone, someone commented, Levin, he said Fiorentina should, si should sign Sarri. Oh, definitely. No, 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 not for Yakin. No, listen, I'd rather to keep Yakin no. than, than Sarri. I like, I like Fiorentina. I would like uh, a Genoa, one of those mid-level tables. That Sarri play. for this low? You guys yeah, are going that no, low? But I think, no, That's but I think Genoa. <laughs> you said Frosinone. Yeah, Why not? No. What's wrong yeah, with that? Come on, guys. I'm just looking oh. at what, I'm looking at the, oh, your, your top. What, I don't think he would even go to Fiorentina. But right now, I said Roma. I think Roma is good. It's good for Fiorentina. Milan has their coach. Juventus has their coach. Lazio has their coach. Napoli and Roma has Napoli their coach. Napoli and Roma you don't think not. Napoli has their coach? They Napoli do. And Roma they do. Their coach. He just signed. He just signed an extension no, of three years. Gattuso signed an extension it. of three years. He did not sign it yet. He did. He did not. They were meeting today in you know, uh, Capri. Uh, that's where I'm going. Like Parma has the, their coach. Daversa. Mm. Sassuolo has their coach. Those so are the, those are the coaches. We're all thinking, coach. uh, what about, what about Barcelona? Oh, to go to Europe? Barcelona. What about Barcelona? Come on. You I think that those people are I think, stupid? I think, to Messi, I think like Messi gave a quote saying, "My dream was always to play under Maurizio Sarri." BS. I think he'll fit in more than Juve's uh, team. He probably would fit Barcelona so more than he fits. All in I'm Milan. saying, he should have stayed with the proper players, and everyone's hey, listen, going crazy. We all complain, but, but Guardiola, who you consider to be a top coach, it is. we all consider to be a top yeah. coach. He said Sarri is an unbelievable coach. Yeah, okay. He gives a lot of praise to a lot of players. Last year when he versus Napoli. And you love to go based off these things. That, oh, this guy said Totti co-signed Cassano. Guardiola, now is a, Guardiola. Guardiola is a student of the game. Guardiola is someone that is a student so of he the does, game. So he understands the game or he doesn't? He's he not does a maestro? He understand the game. He, he's not I, a teacher? I consider more Guardiola a maestro. Okay, so okay? he's a teacher of the game then. He's a teacher a of the game. He's so if he recognizes another guy's ability, but you don't you don't trust it? I have hard time seeing his game. A teacher of the game, you see it immediately. Look the way the team is playing. <laughs> the tools, what is this sorry? What I'm trying to say is, do you agree with what Guardiola said, or do you Guardiola value Guardiola? Guardiola is saying that. He's saying you that just to be nice. Guardiola doesn't really oh, believe doesn't that Sarri is a good coach. Guardiola is trying to be nice. Okay. Well, last question from Vasa. He asks, "What does it say about Conte and every other manager in Serie A if Pirlo wins with no experience the Serie A next year?" Oh, actually, well, interesting question. Well, I wouldn't. Say I think I think it will say a lot about Conte. It would say a lot, but it's not like saying, "Oh, he's starting." Nobody else. He's come with the Serie B squad. I don't. think He has a pretty good squad. It's not like it wouldn't be crazy if you were winner. It would. He just all he asked is, yeah. "What does it say about Conte and every other Serie A team if Pirlo wins in his first year with no experience?" That Conte's an idiot. It means he has Ronaldo Ballo. That BS. Why don't you have Lautaro? You say you don't need coaches when you have Ronaldo. That's what you've been That's saying. That's true, Anto. No, I said back. nobody can coach Ronaldo, can outcoach a, a champion. Nobody okay. can. You Let's don't need a coach. On the question. <laughs> you don't need a coach. What, what you cannot be coached. Say, what would it say about... You cannot coach a champion. It would say about Pirlo, oh, he, that is a smart guy and that... Uh, no, he said, what does it say about everybody else? Conte, if he loses to Pirlo. 
Well, that's what Conte and the other guys are saying, that Pirlo is a very smart guy and, uh, you know, that he could do very well. He understands the game. What do you want to say? That's what what they're going to say. No, no. No, but you're not understanding the question. It's not what would they say. It's saying (laughs) what would it say, basically, if... What does it say about Conte as a coach? Well, you, as for was... one year, um, you cannot uh, judge you're one year. You, you got to do it multiple no. times. You got to do right? it uh, consistently. You're saying anyone no, could do it one still, year. And different. Oh, he, we're still not. He's All saying... right, so go, go ahead. You answer the question. No, no, no. no, no. You got to. No, you, you answer Ask the question. He answered no, no, the question. I answer it. No, if Pirlo wins the Scudetto right. next year, what does that make Conte does look it, like? Does it basically that... say it makes them look bad? No, no not at all. Okay, I dis- I disagree. To I think me it, does. I think it would. To I me, think, does. Yeah, I think it would too. Not a little, but a lot. Yeah, I think it would too. Especially a second year. Because it's a, a second year at Inter. According to you guys, oh, it's a rookie with zero experience. What about all the other coaches that are coaching? I don't think anybody has a team as good know. as Inter with bringing Hakimi. Yeah. Everybody that they're bringing in. But Juve still a good. We're, we're playing still. too much of the role. Juve still have a very good squad. Coach it wouldn't be crazy if Juve win it. I don't think that. So it wouldn't be like. I don't think that Juve has that good of a squad. What about? I said it 13 months ago, and I was proven right at the end. I said now everybody at this table likes to say that Juve's midfield is not good. I never 15, said that. 15, okay, you're, that. you're the only one who still thinks it's good. 15 <laughs> months ago, when I was saying that, oh, you're complaining. Oh, you got Rabio, you got Ramsey. Now, it's obvious, but okay. Answer? What? What does it say about Conte and the rest of the managers? I'd say Last that question. if it was a continuous thing, it would be like El Conte would be asking for too much or something like that. Mike, you didn't understand the yeah, question. Yeah, I think well, <laughs> 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 let me just rephrase it to you in uh, English. I, I understood it. Okay, here's the deal. If Pirlo wins with Juventus, yeah, I get being it. a rookie coach, I, starting from below yes, zero, I get it. no experience, doesn't know the coaching and all the stuff, and he wins, how does he make Conte look like? You think a coach it's in his second like year. I, I understand. I understood the question <laughs> okay, from the start. That's what a leading the, question. I just, I just told you, it, it was just one, it's one year, one. One year for who? <laughs> for who? For, for Pirlo that he won it. But no, we're no, saying, no, what does no, it no. make look like for Conte? It doesn't make it look that bad because it's only one year. No, 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 no. no, no, no but it's Conte's no, second no. year. Yeah, I understand that. One year, I'm saying. It's, so it's two years. years. But yeah, he's I know, not able but to I'm win. saying for Juventus. And Juventus but he's not saying not, it from a Pirlo perspective. He's more saying it like from, Conte from Conte's perspective. Now it's two years that you have oh, your yeah. team and you still can't win. Well, I already said Inter were the favorite, so it wouldn't be good for them, obviously. It wouldn't make him look good at all. Okay. Yeah. That's what we're saying. Wasn't that obvious? No, no, that's what we know. It's not obvious. obvious. Everybody said, said, it. It said different answers. It was not that obvious. I said the interval favorites were. Though. That's why. I said yeah, you. but we're we're just saying how old, you're saying it would make Conte look bad if he doesn't win the Scudetto this season. It would make him look good, especially if he wins it two times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> it would not make him look good. It would make him look bad. It's exactly the same thing. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. He's gonna look bad. I don't think I'll make it look horrible. Don't publish this. Cut it off before Holy the last questions. Cut it off. <laughs> All right, guys. As always, thank you for watching. We'll talk to you soon. What's up there? Uh, you didn't say the five stars. Oh, guys. <laughs> Let's redo everything. Yeah. Listen, by the way, everywhere you go, whoever is watching this podcast, five stars. But you turn it off. <laughs>